Hello and welcome to the 1-160 of a second photography podcast. If you listened to last week's episode, you might have noticed about halfway through I was interrupted. Now, I was interrupted by the delivery of the Canon PowerShot Zoom. So I've talked about the Canon PowerShot Zoom before. I've always been very interested in it and I went and ordered it. I ordered it from eBay, from Canon's official eBay store. It, it, it wasn't used It was a new item, although um, there were no sort of protective stickers or anything on the package. I'll I'll come to that later. So I don't know, I could have ended up with a used one. You never know, do you? Anyway, I'm going to do a quick review of it. This is actually the day of it arriving. So I'm going to talk about my initial impressions, what I think, and is it any good, which probably most people want to know. So first off, I, like I say, I got it on eBay. It, I think it came from another country. So I didn't get it the next day like you would with Amazon. Although the price now has dropped on Amazon and Wex Photographic is dropped by £30. So I think we're starting to see that slope of sliding prices on it, which you get on any product. It comes out, it, it costs a lot, and then slowly the price drops. And then I guess it never drops past a certain point really for products but the price does go down and we've started to see or I've started to notice the price has gone down I didn't want to pay full price for it so I was quite happy to wait and and see what happened and the price gone has gone down I thought yeah I'll get it so anyway it arrived um, no problem with the delivery it came from Canon's own store so it came in sort of a Canon box I opened it And it was there. Now, normally when you buy something, particularly a high price electronic item, it's got those little stickers on so that you know whether the box has been opened. Now, it didn't have any stickers on the box, so I didn't know whether it had been opened. It didn't have any stickers on anything inside the product or any of the the bits that come in the bag. You know, you always get something in a bag. There was no way to know whether someone had already opened it. So that wasn't great. I don't know if that's just how it is or I don't know if I got one that someone had opened with or I got a returned one I don't know so I go to use it and it won't turn on so immediately I'm, I'm quite concerned so ah I know it's USB it's USB-C so it's got rechargeable actually I'll plug it in now I couldn't seem to get it to work I picked up a USB-C cable that's lying about picked up a USB um, wall adapter plugged it in couldn't get it to work after a couple of tries I thought maybe I need to use the official one I took the official one out of the box and the official one out of the box is a I don't know if I'm going to get this right a female to female it plugs into the device so one end is the USB-C that plugs into the device and the other end is exactly the same it's not the standard plug that goes into um, your standard USB 2 or USB 3 on your computer or a power bank or anything like that it was USB-C thankfully on my computer I have a specific USB-C port so I could plug it in there and it started charging now I'd read in a review that someone had put on Amazon that they're really frustrated by the charger and how it just came with a cable and I thought oh come on don't be ridiculous but actually I can't get it to work with any chargers I have to charge it off my PC I might have to go and buy sort of an anchor power charger specifically for USB-C. That's the only way I think I can do it or use my computer. 
So it's a monocle and it's a monocular and it's got image stabilization. It takes photos, it takes video and it can connect your smartphone and do all those things. Now let's talk about the unit itself. The unit itself is really nice, really nice plastic, really nice and shiny. There's, I've got it in my hand now actually, the bit that goes near your eye is a different type of plastic. It's sort of textured so you know where it is. There's a loop for a wrist strap and I would recommend that you put your wrist strap on and it fits nicely in your hand. And you can access the buttons with your thumb and your forefinger and it just fits nicely in the hand. When you put it up to your eye, the display turns on and when you take it away, the display turns off. It's nice and simple and it works. So you press the zoom button and when you first turn it on, it's at 100 millimeters focal length or equivalent. Press the zoom button and it goes to 400. Press the zoom button again, it goes to an 800 digital. So you've got two zoom settings really, 100. And 100 seems really wide when you compare it to the 400. 800 is digital, so I'm not really gonna count that. So it's got image stabilization and it came with the continuous autofocus on. So I turn that off. And so what I do is I pre half press the photo button and it will center autofocus. So with your older cameras, you've got your autofocus point in the middle and you just use that to autofocus. So you lock and drop essentially. And you do the same here. I felt that worked better. So if I turn it on, I might zoom in something and it'll be out of focus, but I'd rather do that than wait for it or pick up the wrong thing. So anyway, if I press the photo button, it takes a photo and it takes an auto photo and it will be a JPEG. There's no raw here, but you know, I think you're missing a trick if you think that this is a photographic device because it's not. It takes photos, yes, it takes videos, yes, but it's like a smartphone. It's not just for that. It does, other, you know, it wasn't intended for that. It's intended to be something that's lightweight and goes out and about. So I know I'm not going to get the best picture from it. I'm not going to go and do a photo shoot on it with it. I'm not going to go and take it to a fashion shoot or street photography. But I can get photos with it if I want to and I can get video. And the photos in the video are fine for what it is. If you want to capture something, it's there. You can quickly turn it on. You can quickly zoom. You can quickly take that picture. Your big DSLR with your big lens, you've got to get it out. You've got to set, put your settings in, you know, got to take your lens cap off. It's not that type of thing. It's not for getting that amazing wildlife image. It's for taking snaps. And there, when I say snaps, I mean holiday snaps, snaps of family fun snaps, snaps that, you know, you're not going to submit to a photo contest. That's the type of thing it's for. It's not for submitting to photo contests. It's not for that type of photography. But anyway, it's easy to use. I'm happy with the pictures and the video and it's fun. It's fun and it's novel. You could argue, is it worth the money? I can't answer that. I don't know. I've not had it long enough. I don't know how much I'll use it in all honesty, if I'm being really truthful, but it is nicely built. What else can I say about it? A few criticisms I'd seen of it was you have to do things in a menu and it's quite tiresome because you don't have you have a menu button and then you operate it with the photo button to go up 
and the record button for video to go down and the zoom button as your sort of enter button. Well, you might think, oh, that's really difficult. Once you get used to it, it's okay. It's not a problem. And the number of times you're going to go into the menu are quite limited. So once it had enough charge, I set the time and date. I then changed the autofocus. I then put a card in, I formatted it. And that's about it. Oh, and I set up my phone on the Bluetooth connection. So I downloaded the Canon Connect app, which I already had, but it's all because I'm an iPhone, it's all taken itself off and left all my data there. So it worked and it remembered my previous camera that I used it with as well. So, you know, that's probably all I'm going to do. If I want to view the images, well, I can view them on the smartphone. I can take the card out or I can look through the eyepiece and I can look at my images. But why would I want to look at them when I viewed them to take them? So I don't think viewing images is a particular concern, although if you do want to view your images, you have to go through the menu, so on and so forth. But again, this isn't a serious camera and I don't think you should treat it as such. So my first impressions are, I agree with the complaint about the charger. I think it is going to be difficult to charge and I think you are going to end up having another outlay and you might think, oh God, what was a USB charger? Well, you need a special one. So the ones I looked on Amazon were £35, you know, it was quite expensive or I need a USB power bank that takes USB-C. So one of the things is, oh yeah, it's, it's got a rechargeable battery, you know, you throw this in your pocket, you take it out with you, you might get an hour's shoot, you might get an hour's use out of it and then it doesn't matter, you recharge it over USB-C. Well, nah, it's not quite like that because you would need to buy a special power bank you would need to bring the cable with you. And it's not like you can easily replace the cable. I've got loads of standard USB to USB-C cables because everything at the moment comes with USB-C. So I'm building up a steady collection of cables, but male USB-C to male USB-C, I've only got one of those um, cables. And if I lose that, I can't charge my camera without having camera called a camera I can't charge the PowerShot zoom without having to buy another one so I do uphold the complaint about charging but other than that I think the the sort of reaction to it has been unfair it doesn't have a tripod mount but so what because it fits so nicely in your hand and you need to operate the buttons anyway you need a thumb and you need a finger to operate the buttons so you need two, di two human digits to operate it. So it, even if it had a tripod socket on it, it wouldn't work because you'd still be putting a thumb underneath and a finger on top to operate it. So operating it one hand is really easy. So I'm going to do it now. I know you can't see it because it's a podcast. Turn it on. Zoom. Zoom. Take a photo and press power. Uh, not press power, press record and turn it off again. It has a diopter, which I've already adjusted. So, yeah, it, I think it's good and I'm going to be extensively using it at the weekend. One thing I did notice is it makes a lot of noise. I think that's the image stabilisation. So I'm going to turn it on again and put it really close to the microphone.
So that noise, I don't know whether you could hear it, was is the image stabilization. It's okay. It's a bit annoying. It's got microphones to pick up your voice. I've not tested the sound quality. Again, I can't imagine it's going to be fantastic. I'm not going to direct any films or make any short films with this, am I? So when we put it in perspective, I think it's really good. But I will give a update episode later on. Anyway, that's my PowerShot Zoom. Let me know what you think or don't think. I'd love to hear your thoughts, even if it's a what you don't think. Thank you so much. Goodbye.